Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today our topic is asking a question. Are earthquakes telling us that the end is near? In other words, does God speak through earthquakes? I think the answer is going to say yes. We'll start with a little bit of scripture, then I'll show you some startling information, or some shaky information. Now, you're familiar with this. Matthew 24, Jesus speaking, says, okay, so many people are going to say I'm Christ. They're going to deceive many. There'll be wars and rumors of wars, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There'll be famines, pestilences, and here it is, earthquakes in various or diverse places. These, not one, but when you see all of those, is the beginning of sorrows. Now, I believe that the Lord spoke to my heart when I took a right step when I was speaking in Topeka, Kansas, Oh my goodness! Remember the uh, the earth, excuse me, the tsunami that hit Bandaachi. I I I, I want to say like two thousand one, killed one hundred sixty thousand people that Sunday. He spoke to my heart and he said that this is the breaking of the water, meaning the remember uh, that uh, the return of Jesus is like a woman in travail, and they shall not escape. Well. This apparently is the beginning of sorrows, which is not exactly the same, but it's still another sign that we're in the last days. And he goes on to say that they're going to deliver you, speaking to Israel and the Jews specifically, up to be afflicted. Now, with what has happened in Israel here just lately, we're seeing, you know, all of the, the Nazi hate for Jews has not gone away. It goes on to say, you're going to be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And, of course, I'm shocked to find out how many people hate the Jews in America. You'll be hated of all nations. Many will be offended. And we are seeing that right now. False prophets shall arise. We see that all over the Internet. Anybody just gets themselves a little Internet site going, and then they say, God told me, and a lot of people that don't, know the ability they don't have the ability to tell whether it's god or not god they join up and for long we have a whole bunch of false prophets and i believe that's what's going on right now and as a result of iniquity now iniquity is the habit of sin many shall wax cold a couple more verses then let's get to the point <coughs> now this is uh these verses are showing that god speaks through earthquakes so Matthew twenty-seven fifty-four, the centurion saw the earthquake and said, this is truly the Son of God. In another case, there was a great earthquake. The angel of the Lord rolled the door back. So earthquakes are associated with God. Suddenly there was a great earthquake and the doors were opened. And that's when uh, the, the, the Paul and Silas came out. Their bands were loose. Earthquake. So earthquake is definitely the hand of God. Not always, and that's what we're going to cover today. Uh, then the sixth seal opened. There was a great earthquake, and at that time, men hid themselves in the dens and the rocks, or I'm going to say in the underground tunnels. I thought this was very interesting. It fits in with the program yesterday. And those people in the underground tunnels, the underground laboratories, say, Follow us and hide us from the face of him that sat upon the throne. In other words, even though... They may, may be a mile or so down under the surface when Jesus returns. They see his face. I, I think that's startling. Hide us from the face of him that sat upon the throne from the wrath of the Lamb for the great day of his wrath has come. That's the day of Armageddon, the day of the Lord. 
The angel took the censer filled with fire, cast it to the earth. There were thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. The very <clears throat> last event that happens before it's all over is an earthquake and great hail. Seven tr- when the seven trumpets sounded, the first angel sounded, and there was a big earthquake. When the two witnesses are killed, they finished their testimony, they killed them, People of the earth are making merry, sending gifts to one another. I heard a great voice from heaven tell the two witnesses come up, and there was a great earthquake. I believe that the scripture teaches that about on or about the day Jesus returns, or maybe the day before he returns, I mean the last 24 hours, there's an earthquake like has never been, such as since man was upon the earth, the, the Bible says. So the question is, are the earthquakes that are currently happening in the earth right now, are they man or are they the hand of God? We're going to look into it. Perhaps you recall Nikola Tesla invented an earthquake device. This is an article about it. So in 19, excuse me, 1898, he, he built this device. And I think I've got a picture of it here. Yes. Now, actually what happens in this device is there's a plunger in here and it goes up and down, up and down really fast. And he can put more power to it through this gizmo over here, and it causes a vibration. And the story goes on to say, so he says, I was experimenting with vibrations. I had one of my machines going, and I wanted to see if I could make it get in tune with the vibration of the building, because everything on the planet has a vibration rate. Gold has a different vibration rate than silver, different than diamonds. Okay, everything has its own vibration rate, which, by the way, is associated with the color, but we'll skip that. So he says, I thought I'd put it up a notch, and there was a peculiar cracking sound. I asked my assistants, where did the sound come from? They didn't know. I put the machine up a few more notches. There was a ladder cracking sound. I knew I was approaching the vibration of the steel building. I pushed the machine a little higher. Suddenly... All the heavy machinery in the place was flying around. I grabbed a hammer and broke the machine. The building would have been about our ears in another few minutes. Outside in the street, there was pandemonium. The police and ambulances arrived, and I told my assistants to say nothing. We told the police it must have been some kind of an earthquake. That's all we knew about it. Now, he says the, uh, in another place, vibration would do nothing. It would only be necessary to start, he says, Vibration would do anything. It'd only be necessary to step up, to step up the vibrations so that it fits the natural vibration of something in order to destroy it. He says that's why soldiers break step while they cross a bridge because if they all walk across the bridge, all making the same forward and back uh, motion of a marching, they can cause the bridge fall. Okay, so if they can make bridges fall, buildings fall. What else can they do? He says, the unerring location, this is really, but this is the point, okay? The unerring location of underground mineral deposits can be determined how? By vibration. At the time, he called the earth-trembling quake. On down here, he says, it can be used for underground prospecting. So this device, in the proper hands, proper use of it, can detect gold, silver, diamonds, and oil. We're going to talk about that in a minute. This is another drawing of what they thought was inside of it. 
Now let's jump to a, a different proof. What you're looking at is a building that they claim is a building up in the Antarctic, and they claim this is how it works, that they have these vibration devices down in the ice. Here's another picture of it. And they can cause earthquakes around the globe. And this guy just recently came out with it, even just this year. And he just told all, and he says that they can do this. Now, Stan, do you know for certain this truth? No, I don't. But I know the hand of God can cause earthquakes. And my guess is the hand of man can too. Vibrations, secular or scalar wave, can they detect the end of the world? Okay, let's look. Times Now says Earth is cracking open. Shocking videos surfaced from Grindavik, Iceland, ahead of a volcanic eruption. The article says, Absolutely shocking videos from Grindavik, Iceland, emerged on social media ahead of the volcanic eruption of the country is bracing in the coming days. Entire roads can be seen cracking up. Hot steam rising from the crevices. There you can see a picture of it. After a series of over 3,200 earthquakes in a span of weeks that have wrought the wreck of Peninsula, the nation had declared a state of emergency and authorities have ordered the town, uh, some 3,000 people, to evacuate. So these are some big things that are going on. Now, the question is, is this the hand of God or is this the hand of man? I think for our point today, it doesn't matter because the point is the Bible says that in the last days there would be earthquakes in divers or in various places around the globe, and we are seeing that. That's the first point I want to make. So according to the experts, the chance of a volcanic eruption posing a threat to the now evacuated town has risen substantially. The tunnel magma running out of the town and its neighboring areas has risen from 800 meters up to, excuse me, from 1,500 meters up to 800 meters means it's getting closer to the surface. The Icelandic Meteor- Meteorological Office said there was a considerable risk of eruption given the size of the magma intrusion underground as well as the rate at which it was moving. Moving magma shifts plates causing earthquakes and there's been some 20,000 tremors since late October. I think it should be saying to us, the end is close. Here's another indication. Italy's Mount Etna volcano is now, as I'm speaking, spewing a lava fountain into the sky above Sicily. Mount Etna began erupting again, sending ash miles into the sky, a lava fountain, more than 1,470, I mean, that's where airplanes fly, 14,700 feet uh, above sea level. The activity been increasing in the past few days, with explosions occurring every second before the volcano erupted again. The population of all of eastern Sicily were treated to the spectacle of the lava fountains. Now, I think that's interesting that people would watch this massive lava flow squirt into the sky and think that's entertainment. Well, they do so because they don't understand that should be a sign saying, The end is near. Jesus is coming. You better stop sin and repent and turn to Jesus with your whole whole heart because he's getting close. Loud booms and explosions could be heard from the volcano as the eruption continued. Now, how does that relate to China drilling for oil in the desert? 
Oh, I think it does. Now, before I read the article, let me tell you what I think is going on. I think, now I can't prove this. I guess if I could prove this, I guess I'd be in a lot of trouble. But I think that scalar wave and or this earthquake machine, probably both of them, can detect where gold, silver, diamonds, oil, water, or anything else. I think that especially scalar wave that can go through anything. It, it, it's, it's third dimensional. It doesn't go A, B, C, D like light or like radar. It goes A to Z without going through B, C, D, okay? I think that when the Chinese and the Russians buddied up here a few years ago, I think the Russians offered them scalar wave and said, tell you what, <clears throat> since we've become buddies now, we will come over and we will tell you where oil is located in China. I can just hear the conversation that went something like, oil in China? <laughs> we have oil? Because they've drilled, and another article said like 49 different wells in China, apparently looking for oil, and apparently it didn't directly say it, but my guess is either they didn't find much or didn't find any at all. See, scalar wave can go right through water, metal, rock, whatever it is, and it can detect where it is. I think the Russians said, tell you what, we'll tell you where oil is located in China. We'll help you with the technology to drill deep enough to get to it, which, of course, kind of has to do with what we want to do in Israel. Let me read the article. China began the drilling last week. With the borehole depth set to reach 11,100 meters, that's 36,417 feet. That... That's real deep. Deepest hole ever drilled in the world was drilled by the Russians. It took them 20 years to drill it. These guys are saying that they're expecting to be able to drill it 457 days. Huh. That's faster than I ever heard of. But then we have technology like we've never had before either. Now, when I talk about this, I would love to tell you about some of the secrets having to do with oil in Israel. But I dare not say anything about it. But I do want to point out, 36,000 feet, that's really, really deep. And they plan to do that 457 days. The dig is happening in the whatever desert. China's largest desert located in the resource-rich, I can't say that word either. China will use equipment weighing more than 200,000 tons to complete the project. I'm not surprised. The rig that I want to get takes 180 18-wheeled trucks to move, six months to build, two months to move to Israel, a month to erect when we get it there, and it's 22 stories tall. Massive, a massive undertaking. But that's what God has shown me. Is what it needs. And see, they're doing it. <laughs> My point is, they're doing it right. And I think Russia helped them to find the oil. Russia's given them the technology to drill that deep. China's hunt for resources, mineral and energy resources. The world's deepest man-made hole is Koala Super Deep Borehole drilled by the Soviets. It reached a depth of 40,000 feet. Now, they're trying to drill to 36,000 feet. And I think the reason they're doing that is because they know exactly where it is. 
And that's probably all I need to say about that. Let's go move on. Uh, so anyway, some of the geologists believe that the source of oil and gas in this basin is a major oil field, and the purpose of drilling is to discover whether there is still the occurrence of oil and gas in the ultra-deep depths. I think they already know it's there. Mainly driven by the need for China to reduce reliance on imports of minerals, metals, oil and gas. It can, a scalar wave can see it all. It's just like, well, it's like an x-ray looking at our bones, except for this thing can see anything and everything, whatever the depth is, okay? I believe with scalar wave, they can tell where the underground tunnels are, <laughs> where underwater under, underground water is, oil, gas. I, I can't prove that. I believe that to be true. Now, let me continue talking about earthquakes as it relates to Bible prophecy. Now, I've covered this many times, so I'm going to just briefly touch on it. So, Chris Reed, March 25th of 22, had a vision. Angel visited him, held up a $50 bill, tore off a third of it. Then people started handing him newspaper headlines. Some of the newspaper headlines was, U.S. dollar drops 30%, I'll let you read the rest of it. Perfect storm, inflation reaches new high, food shortage, riots, Israeli-Palestinian two-state solution reached. I think that that takes place in 2024, that's just a guess. Major earthquake hits the middle of the U.S., I think that that's associated with it. America in pieces, in other words, there's an internal revolution, the military takes charge, that's what you call an internal revolution. Now, here's the point that we're talking about with the earthquake. So when the Israeli-Palestinian two-state solution is reached, which according to Netanyahu and also ben, um, Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia the same day said that they expect this two-state solution to be reached in the first quarter of 2024. That would mean that that's probably when the earthquake takes place, too. So all of these are saying, yes, we're in the last days. Okay, so Matthew 24, Jesus speaking, said that they're going to come after you Jews, and you're going to be hated of all nations. Well, we're seeing that. Now there's more. John Paul Jackson was shown a vision of people handing him newspapers, with headlines. These are some of the headlines that relate to earthquakes. The Washington, the Washington Monument tilts more. Delays announced to other monument repairs. Obviously, a big earthquake hit America. The Great Divide, the new normal on the Mississippi River. Volcano erupts near Tokyo, 7 million dread, dead, another million missing. Volcanoes, earthquakes. The North Pole is now found in North Russia. That means that the earth is reeling to, to and fro like a drunkard, just like Bible prophecy says it will. GPS loses its GPS. How long until we know where we are? So when the earth starts moving, and that's one of the reasons no man knows the day or the hour. We don't know for certain what time it is unless the earth rotates at the same angle, the same time, okay, that changes and everything changes. Three planes down from solar tsunami, search continues. There's more. Terry Bennett comes along. He sees newspaper headlines. No bridge over troubled waters. An impossible deluge at the Mississippi River as an 8.8 .8 earthquake strikes. 
uh, when Leslie and I were in Israel in uh, the spring of 1991, we were in an earthquake. And as I recall, it was a 7.2 earthquake. But I'll never forget what it felt like. She was stepping out of the shower. I was stepping into the shower. We were in a big hurry because we were on tour. We had to be down, get ready to get on the bus. And all of a sudden, it sounded like a freight train was running right by us. And if you were to put, if you were to stand on one of those four foot by four foot tables, <clears throat> if you have four big strong men standing on all four corners, and if they were to move that table four foot this way, and then four foot this way, and four foot just like at about that rate, just that's what it was like. It was everything that we could do to stand up. We were concentrating to not fall down. And instantly, both of us started saying, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. Next headline, this will be a judgment from God, says Terry Bennett. A massive upheaval in D.C., including a major earthquake. Well, couldn't happen to a, a more evil place, could it? Shane Warren comes along. Remember, his vision says the scene changed. He said, ladies and gentlemen, another tragedy uh, just hit America. He, he was shown. The New Madrid Fault in the heartland of America has just had a major earthquake. Immediately, devastation was shown all over the heartland of America along the New Madrid Fault as earthquakes caused entire cities to crumble. And I heard a booming voice speak from Bahami saying, They divided my land. Now I will divide their land. In the vision, I knew that he was speaking about Israel and specifically Jerusalem. Now, I, uh, I don't, I'm about to say something, okay? I may wind up, I may wind up cutting this out, but I don't hate anybody. I don't hate the Muslims. I want to win them to Jesus. But the solution to the Palestinian problem in God's eyes, not my eyes, in God's eyes, would be that you do not split his land. And instead, if the Jews will turn to Jesus, then God will remove them. I can show you the scripture, but I don't have, I don't have it all pulled up. That God will remove them. Now, whether he causes them to load it up and move out, or whether he, I don't know. You know, I don't know. But I do know this. You don't split the land that was given to Israel. You don't split it. And that means all of, well, from the Nile to the Euphrates, including most, if not all, of Saudi Arabia, that's all given to Abraham. That means it's all it, to Abraham, to Moses, and to Joshua. It was told to those three people, every place the sole of their foot sat, was placed, was given to them. And, of course, Moses walked around Saudi Arabia, that's called the wilderness, for some 40 years. Ron Wyatt followed their footsteps. It did not cover every square inch of Saudi Arabia, but a large, large portion of it. So, we will see how that all works out. I think I've got a couple more slides to show you. Then, uh, my wife, Prophet Leslie Johnson, July 13, 2008, I recall this specifically. We were just about ready to start church, and I saw her up on her knees and with another person up there, and God had shown her vision. She says, in the night, I was looking down on the central United States from a bird's eye view, and I saw animals fleeing to higher ground. All animals were helping each other to survive this catastrophe. Note the word catastrophe. You remember, catastrophe hits America. 
And then remember we talked about that the other day, Operation Catastrophe having to do with suitcase nukes. So maybe suitcase nukes set off the alert. Uh, the, the, I don't know. Let's go on. Birds are carrying nuts in their beaks, helping squirrels and chipmunks get to higher ground. People were scattering everywhere. The scene changed. I was all of a sudden at the top of a house, talking with a couple frantically trying to save their house. They were bracing for huge waves of water heading for their home. They were in a state of total confusion. Waves were hitting all of the houses in the area. Debris and broken glass everywhere. I said, you know, we're four blocks from the lake, as if to indicate the waves of water are going to, uh, going to go further inward than just their house. I knew the wall of water was about to destroy all of the houses four blocks away from the lake. And I think she's talking about like Lake Erie, Lake Huron or something like that. I said, I know how dangerous Lake Erie can be. My grandparents had a home there and sometimes the waves would splash so high that they came over the road and almost to the front door. Then I woke. That morning at church, the dream came back to me and I was at the front of the church. This is what I saw. We have a map of the United States taped to the floor. We even have it there today, used for intercessory prayer. During the church service, I looked at the map, and immediately the Lord had me relive the dream. I asked one of the congregation members to put his finger on Tupelo, Mississippi. I was strongly impressed to look at the triangle formed by Lake Michigan, Lake Erie, and Tupelo, Mississippi. The Lord showed me an earthquake would take place somewhere between Lake Michigan, Lake Erie, and Tupelo, Mississippi. I was impressed that Lake Michigan, Lake Erie, will empty down to at least Tupelo, Mississippi, and perhaps even further south. So is God speaking through earthquakes? God speaking through volcanoes? God speaking through the Jews being attacked and hated of all nations? I think maybe I should make a program just listing all of the things that show, and there are many, that show we're in the last days. So brothers and sisters, Ask Jesus to forgive your sins and get ready to be ministering. I don't want us to be in line begging for food. Instead, I want to be us in line giving out food. And so here's what I suggest you do. Go to Joseph's Kitchen. I, it's bread. I mean, I have bread for my, most all of my breakfast and my lunch is a slice of bread. You want to go to Joseph Kitchen. What you want to do is get this machine package right here. That's all of the gizmos you need to actually make the bread. Then the supplies are like this. Food for one person one year, two people a year, four people a year, six people a year. They're ready to ship it out right now. They've got all of this stuff. They're not out of anything. They can ship it to you. And there's videos and there's also recipes to show you how to make all kinds of bread recipes. I think I would call bread famine food. In the days of Joseph and the pyramids, seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. And what was it that fed the year or the world for seven years? And the answer, wheat. Wheat. And that's what Joseph Kitchen sells. Wheat. Wheat is, uh, there's not a perfect food. In other words, one food where a person could eat nothing but this food their whole life, but probably wheat comes the closest. So recommend you go to Joseph Kitchen, get yourself stocked up. So what is an EMP shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. 
And if you go to empshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there. Shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything. And it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. Red goes to red. Black goes to black. Green goes to the car, uh, body of your car. And you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. Got another device that goes on your house. So not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So empshield.com promo code is PROPHECY. Rule number one, make sure your name is written in the book of life. Rule number one, ask Jesus to forgive your sins. That's the most important thing, most important thing, most important thing. Number two, most important thing, whatever happens, do not take that mark of the beast. You take that mark of the beast, you can cut your hand off, you can chisel off your forehead, but you're going to spend all eternity with the beast, the false prophet, and a thousand years later, Lucifer joins them, and all the other people that take the mark of the beast, and there is no hope of escape. You are tormented. That means you're in total pain. It means that your body, although it's not a body of flesh, whatever it is, your body is totally being burned for all eternity, and there is no stopping it. There is no escaping it. Whatever happens, you do not want to take that mark of the beast, which, by the way, I would recommend you go to prophecyclub.com and get my book, Miss the Mark. As a matter of fact, it's sold so much, we are, I think, now going into the fifth printing. This book is simple. It only takes about three hours to read. If you, It's designed to give to someone that's not a Christian, doesn't know Jesus, hadn't read the Bible. Give it to anybody out there. If they'll read the first few pages, they'll probably finish the book. And if they finish the book, I don't care what God they used to have, they're not going to take that mark of the beast. <laughs> and chances are very strong they'll receive Jesus. So for that, I would send you to prophecyclub.com. One for 20, and you'll have to check and get the, I mean, the, whatever the other prices are. I will say this, they just went up substantially on our printing price. And so guess what? No surprise, we had to go up on our prices too. Uh, but nevertheless, not about money. It's about winning souls.